0: you're listening to wonderland episode four down the rabbit hole Welcome back to Wonderland, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin,
1: and I'm Jenny, and I'm Aaron.
0: We're happy to have you with us. The, this is now our full discussion of Down the Rabbit Hole, and we had an initial reactions, and you may hear us repeating some of the information. But we won't normally have initial reactions for each Wonderland episode. It was just for the pilot. We wanted to do something special. But now will be our full discussions, which will usually be on Sunday nights, currently recorded live at 6 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And you can subscribe to us, get the show notes, everything over at wonderlandpodcast.com slash four. Let's get into this with uh, starting out... This being the pilot episode, it certainly sets it up. And I know the first time that we watched this, I was a little bit critical of it and expressed that in some ways. But I do think that after watching this a second time, that I can appreciate it a lot more and I can see more that really they, they had to cram a lot into the pilot episode because if they spread this stuff out across a couple episodes, it, it would be a bit annoying to not meet Jafar or the Red Queen until the second episode.
2: We could have not met Jafar until the fifth or sixth episode, though.
0: That's true. (laughs) They could have really drawn that out, made him some mysterious character that we hear of but don't see.
2: The enemy behind the enemy.
0: Is not our friend. No. (laughs) (laughs) When the episode first started out, it shows a little tea set with some stuffed animals. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I saw this... I thought for some reason that was Wonderland mm-hmm. and this was like a view of Wonderland after many, many years. But no, that was actually Alice's home and everything was grown over yeah. as if it had been left there for a while. Our audience, uh, you guys, have been really observant with this and noticed a possible similarity. This came from our forum over at oncepodcast.com slash forums that it p- seems that maybe the stuffed animal at the far right of Alice's table looks a lot like the stuffed animal that Jefferson made for his daughter, Grace. Hmm. Huh. Back in the episode Hat Trick in Once Upon a Time. So really interesting. We'll have the pictures in the show notes at wonderlandpodcast.com slash four, as well as the link to the forum where you can check that out. Aaron, after rewatching this episode, where do you think this puts us In terms with the original Alice in Wonderland or Alice's Adventures in Wonderland story, as well as through the Looking Glass,
1: Uh, I think that they're being pretty. Well, I think that the story they're telling is going to be completely separate from those things. But so far, the her look and what she said happened is the only thing that we have information on that's really going to be based on those two things. They did kind of tie in the chess game with the Queen of Hearts and, or sorry, with uh, the chess game with the Red Queen by having her castle made out of chess pieces. But um, as far as the stories that we know, those are probably the things that happened when she was a little girl before, before this episode started, like before she came back through the rabbit hole and
0: ran to her dad to tell him. Right, and her response. Her, her father's response.
1: It all began with this white rabbit. And he wanted that's, to take my hat and then like.
0: Is that really?
3: Who else would I be?
1: You were gone. For a very long time. We saw you.
4: You thought I was what?
0: Dead.
3: Did you notice that she said that the white rabbit wanted to take her hat? Yeah. Do you think that's the hat that he's wearing now? Because she oh, didn't yeah. have a hat on when she came back. She and, just had a little headband.
0: Yeah, true. Possible.
3: <laughs> I was thinking that when I saw the rabbit wearing a hat.
0: But he's wearing a kind of top hat. Yeah, yeah. it could
3: have been hers because her head was small back then.
0: Maybe even one of the hats of one of her dolls yeah, one of that, that, she that she just stuffed grabbed animals. and took with her. Could
3: be.
2: You would think he might be a little bit more affectionate upon seeing his long-lost daughter.
0: Well, how long do you think it's been? We... Uh, we theorized about this a little bit. Maybe a year. I'm thinking
3: what if it was year, like two six years? months to a year. Because at that point, he would have been... Yeah, that is odd that he didn't like hug her or anything. Oh.
1: He was in total shock to see her.
0: Yeah, it, and it looks like the table that we saw at the very beginning looks like maybe a couple seasons growth on mm-hmm. the table. Not more than a year not less than three months so yeah somewhere in there so it then raises the question was alice feeling all of that time passing or does time work differently in wonderland i'd like to think that time works the same in wonderland but she just didn't feel all the time passing so much because she was in a wonderful magical place
3: and she's a kid kids don't really keep track of time
0: Well, how was that in
2: the book? Did time pass more quickly, or is there any indication? I mean, I guess it was a dream technically.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in the book she was just dreaming, so she wasn't really gone at all. That would probably be the most inconsistent part of this, is that in the book she just woke up and she knew she had been having a wonderful dream.
0: Hmm. Which is kind of the way that then in the slightly more modern day, that the doctors want her to think of this, that was just a dream, just something she made up. But before we jump to where Alice actually is, we get to meet the Knave of Hearts. And we've tried to figure this out timeline-wise. And The Storybook Library is still closed, but it says it's coming soon. There's a sign on it that says that. The windows aren't boarded up anymore. Emma's yellow bug is there, but... We can't really see who's driving it. But Adam Horwitz did say, in response to some tweets and some other stuff, that this is supposed to be the same time, pretty much, as Once Upon a Time is going on. So
2: Belle never opened the library, did she?
0: No. Yeah. Not yet. She's been working to open it. Mm -hmm. And there has been a sign that we saw in Season 2 of that it would be coming soon, because she was working on cleaning it up.
2: Which would be why they would replace the wraith incident or another reason to replace it with a storm between going between the preview and the actual show, because that brings it up in time a little bit more. Right. And are
3: you, are you saying it was after the curse was broken? or Yes. Before? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Cause I was thinking that too, cause yeah. Grumpy said brother and he never called anybody <laughs> brother or sister. And before he was uncursed.
0: Oh yeah. And Ashley is no longer pregnant. She actually has a keychain that has a little baby boot on it. That's oh, it's a sneaker. Yeah, baby sneaker, baby size sneaker. Maybe it could be just something fun, or it could be something that reminds her of her baby.
1: I was just could say, I wonder if they're going to cross that scene over now with, once proper, with the diner being destroyed because of the portal opening and all the
0: glasses falling, if this is in current time. Yeah, I'd like to see that because I did think that's going to leave a hole that that left a mark. Uh (laughs) Unless when they go through and the hole closes, maybe it puts stuff back. But the way that the holes tend to explode out doesn't look like something that's just going to be closed and returned to its original condition.
3: (laughs) I thought that too, because we never saw a hole in Granny's Diner.
0: Right. Yeah, I could see maybe one of the humming episodes of Once Upon a Time. Yeah, they have to clean this up. (laughs) Where did this hole come from? (laughs) But even right from the beginning, when we meet Will or the Knave of Hearts, I liked what the closed caption said on it. As closed caption describes some sounds that go on, like thunder clashing or, or, or clapping or something like that. When it comes to the first time that Will speaks, it says british accent <laughs> 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 nice So i don't quite know why it matters to a hearing impaired it person
3: it <laughs> matters it totally matters it, it it changes how you think about that character
2: yeah
0: that's true and then you understand why he smiles with so many teeth really they should have been more specific about what kind of british accent yeah
1: because his accent is much different than some of the other british actors that we have seen in the show
0: I like that they set up right from the start that the knave of hearts was a thieving type. He stole the keys off of Ashley. Mm-hmm.
2: He's mostly like, like a conflicted thieving type. Like he puts money on the counter and then he picks it up again, and <laughs> he steals wishes and then he comes back and
0: I don't know. yeah it's, it's he's trying to make an effort and then just decides, eh, forget this. Pretty much.
3: I was thinking he put the money back because then if anybody caught him, he could say, "Well, I put some money down and just forgot to, and just didn't mention that he picked it back
0: <laughs> before up. I stole it again." <laughs> <laughs> but the rabbit said something really interesting to him that I think m- might have more depth to this. She needs help. You're the of hearts. She needs you why specifically will
3: maybe will's a part of the red queen's plan maybe she wants him back so she can punish him
0: true because we don't know whether the white rabbit was saying this because the red queen or because he wanted maybe maybe the white rabbit thought if i bring him back this can help fight against the red queen's plan if the white rabbit isn't truly in allegiance with her, but is kind of forced servitude.
3: I think the white rabbit is pretty much following her every order because she basically threatened to kill him and decorate her wall <laughs> with him. <Yeah.
0: laughs> the asylum where Belle, or not Belle, where, <laughs> that's once upon a time, where Alice was being kept is Bethlehem Asylum, And it did say London, England. And this is what gave us a lot of hard time with the timeline, is how is it that this looks like 1800s or so, Victorian England? And in fact, there is a Roman numeral number on the gate just outside of the asylum. When we see it, the camera pans through the gate. It's in Roman numerals, and it's the number
2: 1867.
0: And what... Kitsis and Horowitz have said is that this is a fictional England.
2: Uh,
1: I don't okay. like that.
0: <laughs> well, here's where I think that could partially make sense. Alice traveled or we, I think we can assume that Avel, Alice traveled to and from Wonderland while the curse was still in place on everyone else. And the only way she can travel is with magic. True. But could magic work that easily and so predictably outside of storybook, which, by the way, was still cursed at this point. So I'm thinking that this has to be a fictional wonderland where magic does work, but just not a whole lot of magic. Fictional England. Yeah, fictional England.
2: But that just, it gets too complicated. People have said they don't want time travel. That's much, much worse. I mean, how many different ones are you going to have? Are you going to say it's the same one where the Darlings are? Are Or is that a different fictional old-timey England? Are you just go? I mean, ah, it's our world. It makes sense for these magical characters to interact with our world at some times. How else would we have the stories that we have? But then to try to say that it's like, an exact replica of our world, but it's a different realm and it has the same names and even is so similar that they don't believe in magic, but it's possible there. That I just hope is not really the direction that they're going because it's just too, too stretchy for me.
0: Now, Kitsis and Horowitz have said that this is not the same England as where Bay went in Second Star <laughs> to the Right.
2: There better be an amazing explanation for that because I just I feel like one England's
0: enough. Well, I I can see an ex. It is odd that they had to say England, London, England.
2: They- yeah, if it could be sort of like Stargate style or Star Trek or something where you find a civilization and it's similar to Earth at a different point in history, but it's there are enough differences that you're like, okay, this is a completely different people. You know, that's always been a stretch, but it's fine. It's a different place, and you could say, okay. So, that's why when we got the story, it was set in England in the past, but clearly the truth is that the story happened in this other realm entirely that was very similar to Victorian England. That I
0: could deal with. But if you're going to call it England, it
2: should be our world. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. Or an elaborate hoax by somebody. Then again, when we saw the episode, The Doctor... And in the name of the brother, well, more so in the name of the brother and once upon a time, the certificate that Dr. Frankenstein received had actual names of actual Mm -hmm. German cities on it. Now, they may not have thought that we would look so closely at it and recognize those names. And they referred to it as Earth and certain terminology like that. But Yeah, that stuff uh,
2: was weird, but it was sort of like not a main not a main main plot point it was it was important but it had at least one major difference where there was no color and they didn't show us enough they didn't say okay this is like berlin you know it could it was like okay it's a world similar to ours it's got one really key difference that was weird but it was okay with me
0: i can see this being similar to what you said how they can bring in different characters that they want to interact with storybook characters but are from old stories like Sherlock Holmes. Maybe this is the world, this is the London of Sherlock Holmes. Not our past London, but some world that is always stuck in this Victorian style. (laughs) I mean, if they can come up with some weird explanation of how
2: it was created and that's where all those stories are, okay, (laughs) let's do that. But I'd rather have time travel than... You know, just sort of, (laughs) oh, that's a different world.
0: Oh, and by the way, that date that was on the hospital or the asylum on the outside, assuming it is a date and not just a street address, 1867, I couldn't find anything particularly interesting that happened in that year, but that may not necessarily be the current year. That's usually
2: when something is built. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So this asylum could have been here for 150 years, Mm -hmm. but this this kind of copy of London, England is stuck in what looks like the 1800s. Mm -hmm. 1867
1: is the year that Canada became a country.
0: Oh, see, (laughs) I would not have recognized the importance of that.
1: (laughs) I don't think that's relevant at all to Once Wonderland, but (laughs) as soon as you said that, that like struck with me just because I I know that. (laughs) That's
2: great. (laughs)
3: speaking of that asylum now we're watching it I think the doctor makes me think of Gru Gru yes. from Despicable Me that's not Disney is it? no it's not it's DreamWorks right?
0: I believe so yes that's funny
3: he makes me think of Gru the,
0: the doctor said that Alice had been there in the asylum for a year mm-hmm. so I, yes. I I didn't catch that the first time watching this but yeah so she's She's been in treatment after her father was at his wits end and had given up.
3: Why did he need to understand that?
0: I don't know. I just, we saw that argument between the father and the doctor early on. And when Alice was still a little girl and we don't know, has Alice aged at all while she's been in Wonderland?
2: Hmm.
1: That doctor, that comment that the doctor made that it's been a year now and then something that, the knave of hearts said later on in the episode made me wonder very briefly that whether Alice had been cursed or not, just because, um, the knave was like, you remember me, you know me. Um, and it made me wonder why he would think she wouldn't remember him if like, unless she's been cursed or unless he was cursed or something like that. But and then because it's been a year, which it's been a year since the curse was broken, I was wondering about that. But I don't know that, they, that they're that they going to be able to include that in.
2: That's actually a good point. Another good point about the multiple England realms thing. Shouldn't the curse have gone there, too? They should yeah. definitely believe in magic in these alternate <laughs> realms because they should have seen it.
0: Maybe. If it has magic, they should have seen it. Or it could be very small amounts of magic.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just in denial.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that, that big
2: storm was that came through. That's how British people talk now, <laughs> like northern <laughs> United States. Um, <laughs> I don't know what, You know, it, it took people, and we don't know what it was, but probably it was just a really bad storm. Hope that doesn't happen again.
0: Well, is yeah it comes back to was this land affected yeah really Mm -hmm. and i would say even if it was affected these people would be frozen in time unaware of the fact that things keep changing
2: but nobody taken nothing destroyed perhaps maybe squid ink i don't know (laughs) (laughs) is that your
0: (laughs) your cue for let's move on (laughs) and so much more (laughs) but alice has been to wonderland many different times and the last time we saw her in Wonderland before the asylum incident, she had the white rabbit that she was going to use as proof.
3: Wonder how he got away?
0: Yeah. What happened there?
3: Or maybe she took him and it didn't quite work the same. Maybe he turned into a regular rabbit. But then she said that she saw him when she was a kid and he had a a waistcoat and all that. So forget that
0: comment. Well, and also when he came (laughs) to rescue her from the asylum. Oh, yeah,
3: that's true. The
0: The doctor saw him, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I loved that moment. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Well, and then this episode is pretty easy to follow since we're dealing with primarily a single world, but a couple minor flashbacks here and there. One of the things I noticed is the genie's bottle is quite decorative for it looks like a, almost like a vase or a vase, (laughs) And But it's gold, it has all of these engravings on the outside, nothing really that significant that I could tell, but we'll have a screenshot in the show notes at wonderlandpodcast.com slash four, if you want to check it out. But it is quite a different kind of container for a genie. It's not the typical genie's lamp, like we know from Aladdin and the Once Upon a Time episode, Fruit of the Poisonous Tree.
3: When I think of a genie bottle, I think of I Dream of Genie, because she lived in a bottle. And there's a song about a genie in a bottle. (laughs) There is a song. (laughs) So it's not unusual. Genies, I guess, can come in lamps or bottles. Maybe the genie of the lamp couldn't find a bottle, so he just hopped into a gravy boat.
0: Yeah, that, that could be true. But how did that bottle get to Wonderland? And specifically that place? It was in the Queen's Maze. Which, by the way, looks the exactly the same as the maze we saw in the episode Hat Trick of Once Upon a Time.
3: I just had a thought. What's that? What if the knave is Aladdin and he brought the lamp or the bottle oh. and dropped
0: it? Hmm. Possible.
3: It's a thought because he's kind of a, a, like a, a thief and Aladdin's a thief. Yeah. That's true. Hmm. Shall we shall see.
2: Interesting.
3: I wanted to go back a little bit and discuss how mushrooms work
0: yes
3: (laughs) when she ate the mushroom her clothes and her bag and everything she had shrunk with her
2: i know so much to everyone's happiness (laughs) because that would have been awkward (laughs) yeah it
3: would have been awkward but it's just it's it's interesting how i mean i just made a note of it for future reference that if they suddenly decide to change the rules and make it so that someone's bag was left behind then we'd be like nope they can't do that
2: because that bag must have been from the real world without magic (laughs) only
0: bags from the other england will shrink (laughs) with you it's probably one of those things like what you're holding at that moment what's with you
3: what if you drop your shoe
0: while you're shrinking near field shrinkage then yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just your shoe doesn't shrink if it's fallen off of your foot
3: maybe yeah
0: that would be terrible you would have one shoe one. small and one shoe that you could live in yeah i think i said shoe but shoe. anyway
3: <laughs> anyway that's all i wanted to say <laughs> it,
0: it could be an interesting story how that bottle got there which mm-hmm. was a very odd random place as if someone misplaced it it dropped out of something I wonder if there's a story there to tell, depending on how they approach this. This is only the pilot episode. So we have no idea what their storytelling mechanism, I keep wanting to say mechanic, will be going forward, whether they use flashbacks very prominently or...
2: I kind of thought that too. I would like to see how it ended up there. At least I would hope that that's important. And it wasn't just sort of like, "Eh, it was lost under this shrub. Maybe... (laughs) Um, if you've seen Wonderland in Once Upon a Time, you know what those shrubs can do in the way of grabbing people. Maybe somebody had it and they got too close. (laughs) And the
3: shrub took the bottle.
2: They dropped the bottle. The shrub took the person and ate them.
3: Oh, okay. (laughs) Maybe the
2: shrub just um, wanted the bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. The shrub wanted to make a wish. Didn't work though.
1: Um, at the end of the... Disney Aladdin movie didn't the genie take the bottle uh and fling it just fling it into the world
3: that was Jafar's bottle,
1: yeah, but they could this could be Jafar's bottle like he, yeah, if he could Cyrus have possession is- I know like it's Cyrus lives in it, but Jafar could have had it, and that's maybe why he wants it back, like maybe he was the original. Commander of Cyrus back in hmm. Agraba, or something.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that could be interesting. That that's a very good idea. Because why is Cyrus so important to Jafar?
3: Well, genies are pretty hard to come by. I but think
0: the genie did say that he's been tethered to this bottle for one hundred years and slave to faulty dreams of man, and that he had always wanted freedom. So, he didn't say anything about, I've been slave to one evil man. Nope. But just slaves to many different men.
3: Yeah, and seems. the doc- the doctor did say that Alice had set him free. Do you mm-hmm. remember that?
0: Yeah. Which, yeah. that's definitely a story they'll probably show us.
3: Yeah. So, how does she have those wishes if she set him free?
0: Right. Because in in once upon a time one of the wishes that the king who found a different genie bottle uh, the first wish he gave or had was i wish for your freedom and the second wish was i wish to give my wishes to you or my last wish to you
3: Mm -hmm.
0: but maybe there's some other kind of magic that alice found that was able to free the genie
3: Mm -hmm. yeah because she only had three wishes and if she wished wished for his freedom then that would put her down
0: to two Or it could be something like the person to whom the genie is, quote, a slave, unquote, can maybe choose to set them free. Mm -hmm. Just like in America during the the terrible time of the harsh slavery, some slave owners would actually purchase slaves and set them free. They'd Mm -hmm. purchase them to set them free, Mm -hmm. and they could do that. Maybe that's something similar here is where when the genie became a slave to Alice, she could say, I now free you. And then he said, well, now that I'm free, how about we travel the world, swim with the mermaids, fight pirates? <laughs> Maybe a Hook and Ariel, Little Mermaid reference. Huh? It, well, if they were fighting pirates, because this was what Alice had told the doctor in all of her accounts, if they were fighting pirates and swimming with mermaids. Oh, I see. That makes me think of Captain Hook.
2: I thought you were stating Hook and Ariel as a couple traveling the world.
0: Oh <laughs> which no. No, not not quite.
3: I wonder where the boiling sea is. <gasps> maybe it's still in Wonderland because I'm remembering a poem, the, the Walrus and the Carpenter, and he sang about while the sea is boiling boiling hot and weather pigs have wings and blah 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 blah. So maybe hmm. they're still in Wonderland.
2: It would be the easiest way for
0: the Red Queen to march an army to them.
3: Yeah, that would be. True.
0: Yeah. True. And there were floating islands behind them in, in mm-hmm. this over the boiling sea, and from the Red Queen's Palace when she was talking to Jafar later in the episode, there were also floating islands in the background. Uh-huh. So it probably is still part of Wonderland. The whole traveling traveling to different worlds might just be within the the universe of Wonderland and not crossing to different realms or different universes.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So he proposed to her in Wonderland. Oh, Yeah. And, and he said
0: something about this is how people in your land do it. How did he know?
3: Maybe maybe she told them. Yeah. Maybe she told him, or maybe they traveled there and traveled back.
0: Watched some proposals. <laughs> well, I would assume he hadn't traveled to London because if he had, he could speak to her father and say, yeah, everything she says is true. I'm the genie. Watch me do a genie-like thing.
3: Maybe her dad was dead by then.
0: Well, no, couldn't be because the doctor had said that she was in the, the asylum for a year and it had been a, 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 a year before that her father brought her to the doctor. When the Red Queen came with all of her sh- soldiers, she said, <laughs> can I borrow him?
3: Yeah, like she intended to return him.
0: Or just intended to take him, but then she so willingly just oops pushed him over the side with her slight magic. Yeah. Her slight magic.
3: Insignificant slight- detail. She puckers her lips when she talks.
0: And it <laughs> kind of got on my nerves. <laughs> she seems a little bit like a bratty kind of queen.
2: She does. Yeah. Bratty and She's not, like I said before, not so sure of herself.
3: I got that too. Like maybe she was new, Mm -hmm. new to the throne.
0: In our forums, some were even theorizing that maybe there's a sister relationship and because she's acting a little bit like an older sister. Like, hey, can I borrow this toy you highly value? But I think that's somewhat of uh well is a stretch to say they're sisters
2: there was no recognition right if they were sisters i would have to cry bad execution
0: (laughs) but that necklace that they had glows red when the other person is near
3: where did he get that and how did that work did he just need to kiss her how did that work
0: (laughs) it started glowing when she said yes to whatever speech he had prepared
3: maybe that was his wish Maybe that was his wish, and he kept it in his pendant, and when it was fulfilled, it glowed, Hmm. because he said he'd only made two wishes, and he had a new one.
0: Yeah.
1: So maybe that was his new wish. I feel like a genie should know better than to wish for something like that.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, and he couldn't have wished himself free, or else he would have done that already. (laughs) But he did say his wish was to be free, and... We heard from elsewhere that Alice was the one who freed him.
3: Well, yeah, I'm not saying that... I I'm not saying that his first wish came true. I mean, you can wish something knowing that it won't come true. But maybe he actually did wish that she would say yes.
2: Maybe he wished that as soon as she said yes, they could go on a magic carpet ride. Because kind of ultimately, (laughs) that's sort of what he did.
0: A little bit, but without her. Without her. When... But back to present day, when after the Knave of Hearts came to rescue Alice, and man, she can really kick butt. That was, those were some cool fight moves there, seeing her kicking people, using boots, doing yeah. fancy things. Again,
2: show us where that came from.
1: Slamming their head in the door.
3: Well, she was adventuring for a while, so maybe she learned how to... Kick some booty.
2: Maybe. Really, though, without training, you just get killed when you run into the need for that sort of thing. You don't just learn how to do it.
3: Well, she did. um, Are you talking about in in the um, institution? Yeah. Okay, well, she did. We did see her fight with the genie. (laughs) So she had to have learned how to fight before then. True. It didn't cover how
1: she learned how to fight. She even grabbed his sword from his belt as soon as the Red Queen showed up. She grabs a sword from Cyrus's belt.
0: And she was pretty skilled with that sword.
1: Yeah, Yeah, she was pretty well versed in uh, the art of combat.
3: I hope they will touch on how she learned all that.
0: Do you think we'll see the doctor again? Because he's now seen the white rabbit.
3: I hope we will. That would be funny. But um, if we don't, that was a good enough moment (laughs) to never see him again.
0: It could be something fun if maybe near the end of the season they come back and the doctor is there and he's like got a complete change of heart. And he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, is this the genie? I wanted to meet you. I've heard so much about you.
1: Maybe he'll change jobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I was
1: really wondering about the doctor until I rewatched and noticed that scene a little bit more. I was wondering whether he was kind of a villain, not just because he seemed to have more invested in her not believing what she believed than a normal kind of mental health professional. So I was wondering if he was kind of sent there to make her not believe anymore, but then when he had that reaction to the rabbit, I I guess I took that back. But that whole panel of doctors and he was the only one talking the whole time, it just seemed a little weird. What
3: if he (laughs) is working for the Red Queen somehow
0: i kind of doubt that because the red queen wants alice back
3: yeah and maybe he was he was i don't know how that would work i don't
0: know how that would work well when alice and the knave were talking we learned that both of them left neverland or wonderland on bad terms Mm -hmm. and in fact will or the knave of hearts said that people want him dead for good reason but when they're going back, Alice said, I helped you get your heart. Now you need to help me get back mine. I helped you to get back your heart, that is. Mm -hmm. So what is this heart? An actual heart that maybe Cora had pulled out at one point? Because it's possible that depending on how you look at the timeline, it's possible that Alice was in Neverland while Cora and Jefferson were still there. But it's also possible that maybe everything was after Cora and Jefferson were taken out of Wonderland. The heart could also be a little bit more symbolic, like his love, his family, his energy, his vision, his whatever.
2: Well, I feel like just the way it was phrased, I feel like the first part was literal
0: and the second part was figurative. Right.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: I loved the pond made out of dessert topping.
1: The Mellow Marsh. (laughs) I just want to know why
3: they they decided to stop walking in the Mellow Marsh. Yeah,
2: that didn't really make a lot of sense.
3: Silly. You're walking on marshmallows, and you don't like walking on marshmallows. (laughs) Why just stop walking while you're... Standing on the mellow marsh
2: because they didn't want to walk anymore.
3: Couldn't they just left, (laughs) you know, gotten to the dog and then talked to the rabbit? Pretty much.
0: Well, the (laughs) rabbit did say the mad hatter hasn't been in Wonderland for many years or Mm -hmm. a long time 29, 30 years. That's a long time.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: (laughs) Which, if this is the same hatter as Jefferson, which I think none of us have any reason to doubt that it is then that would make sense. Yes, but he was taken from Wonderland and brought to Storybrooke as part of the curse, which was about 29 years ago at this point, 29 or 30 years ago at this point. But the Knave of Hearts did say that he wanted to sleep in his own bed tonight. Where does he consider home now?
3: I don't know, because he was saying he was trying to make a living where the Hatter was now, which, as we know, is in the Enchanted Forest. So he's been trying to make a living in the Enchanted Forest and maybe just intended to find his old house in Wonderland or maybe he intended to go back.
0: He said something about the Enchanted Forest?
3: He didn't say anything about the Enchanted Forest, but he did refer to where the Hatter's been living. And we know he's been living in the Enchanted Forest Mm, because the Queen visited him from the other show Once Upon a Time.
2: I'm pretty sure he was referencing Storybrooke at that point.
1: Yeah. You think? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think so. That's where the knave of hearts had been for the last twenty nine or thirty years. Is Storybrooke, okay. assuming that he was brought over by Regina's curse.
3: But, but he blasted into. Wait, how did we meet the knave?
0: He was in Storybrooke. He was
3: already there. He yes. didn't blast in. Right. Okay, so. so. He's getting
0: coffee. Okay. In a storm.
2: I got it. <laughs> and trying to pay and not pay stealing coffee. <laughs>
3: Okay, got it. I thought for some reason he was just visiting Oh, and just, you know, got in coffee.
2: He seems like that type. He does. Traveler. Yep.
0: (laughs) Erin, do you have any ideas of what the Knave of Hearts might have done that was so bad?
1: I know that in Alice in Wonderland, the Knave of Hearts was on trial with the Queen of Hearts for stealing her tarts or biscuits or something. (laughs) <laughs> but that's it. Like there was a trial. Alice was called as a witness. Mm-hmm. And but it had to do with some some missing pastries of some kind. That's the only thing in the book.
3: I remember in Tim Burton's version the red queen was screaming, "Somebody has stolen three of my tarts." <laughs> and she had everybody lined up and she like she found the one who stole the tarts. <laughs>
1: Was it the knave of hearts in that version?
3: It was a frog in that version. I don't know. I mean, frog, it was okay. a servant. I can't remember. Did he croak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Headless croak. <laughs>
0: In our initial reactions, we <laughs> talked a little bit about these three wishes that Alice has, and they're three red gems. And I went back and watched some of Once Upon a Time's episode, Fruit of the Poisonous Tree, from the first season, it was the eleventh episode from the first season. And in there, the stones were green on the genie's oil lamp when the wishes were not used. They mm. turned red when they were used. Mm. This is Wonderland. This is a different genie from a different bottle. The same rules don't necessarily have to apply. Yeah, but it would have been cool. And, and even in here, the wishes <laughs> are actually gems that for some reason she can carry it with her. Which
2: is weird. What do you do? Stick one in your nose when you want to make a wish? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, she she was in the insane asylum and she said she doesn't wish for anything. So I think all she needs to do is wish and maybe the gem changes or disappears or something and she gets her wish.
0: Or she has to give it to the genie, or give it... Yeah, maybe some actual Mm. physical transaction has to take place for the wish to occur. Payment. But, uh, speaking of wishes, here's what Alice said.
4: Wishes can be unpredictable. If I use one to bring Cyrus back, he might arrive hanging from a tree with a noose around his neck.
3: See, with wishes, sometimes there's literally a string attached.
0: But Here for extra reference are some other things that we know about wishes. This is what the genie said in the episode Fruit of the Poisonous Tree from Once Upon a Time. You're entitled to three wishes. No more, no less. But you must know that magic has its limits. You cannot wish for life nor death. You cannot wish for love. You cannot wish for more wishes. And once spoken, a wish cannot be undone no matter what the consequences. And that reminds me of these rules. Three wishes, to be exact. <laughs> and nay
2: on the wishing for more wishes.
0: You're gonna grant me
2: any three wishes I want, right? Uh, almost. Uh, rule number one? I can't kill
0: anybody.
4: <laughs> yeah, so don't ask.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, rule number two? I can't make anybody fall in love with anybody else. Rule number three! I can't bring people back from the dead. <laughs> oh, you
2: cut it off too soon.
0: <laughs> so... Those uh, rules, I think, probably apply here in some similar way, or maybe you can wish for these things, but like Alice was saying, you might get them, but it won't be in the way that you would want.
2: Maybe somebody wished for someone to be sweeter, and that's how they ended up with the mellow marsh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Knave of Hearts then even said one has to be careful what they wish, wish for and that if he were to get... Well, when he gets one of those wishes, when Alice gives him one of them that he can have as payment for his service, that he wants to make it a consequence-proof wish.
3: Yeah. Speaking of getting his wish, he got Alice to the Hatter's house. And that's that was all... That was the only condition that she put upon giving him that wish. So... Now she's going to have to give him another wish, which means she's going to be two wishes down. And that's, you know, kind of dangerous seeing as that's what Jafar wants her to do, spend her wishes.
0: Unless it's now more a thing of honor that he's continuing to help her or he feels like he hasn't earned the wish yet.
2: Yeah, I think the deal might have actually been more along the lines of help me find him. Well, and he was kind of like, so we're going to the Hatter's house because you believe the rabbit. And for whatever reason, she did.
3: It seemed like it seemed like he had to make a choice to go on with her as if what he did was, you know, to get his wish was done. He fulfilled his word with her. So, you know, she asked him if he was coming, if. If it was in the deal for him to come and help her get Cyrus back Mm
0: -hmm. instead
3: of just getting her to the Hatter's house, then it would have been, you know, it wouldn't have had to have been talked about or even asked. So I'm thinking that she gave him the wish or she will give him the wish and she'll have to spend another wish at some point to get him to help her along the way a little bit further.
2: So now she's a genie. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Uh...
3: She's bribing the knave with wishes.
2: Too many wishes floating around here. It's like the genie's got wishes of his own, and then Alice has got wishes. I mean, Maybe somebody else has wishes stuck in their shoe.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about the white rabbit a little bit. The first time I watched this, I was thinking, is he really in league with the queen or not? He but,
2: looked scared when he saw
0: her. Yeah, in fact, the first time he saw her, he said, oh, no.
2: Yeah, as mm-hmm.
0: if he was hoping that maybe Alice could be in Wonderland and the queen not know about it.
2: Maybe he's wishy-washy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I think his allegiance to her is based out of fear. Yes. Based on fear.
2: And hers is based out of fear to Jafar. And Jafar wishes, I mean fears losing his best carpet cleaner. <laughs>
0: the and hair crimper the white rabbit and the red queen were at the queen's palace which is all made out of chess pieces and we'll talk a little bit more about chess in a moment but <laughs> the red queen loves her desserts her table was just full what of do you desserts. say is that she a fat tarts.
3: joke she loves tarts she just loves tarts <laughs> that's her thing she eats tarts she's a tart
2: if you think about it
3: Maybe that's why she puggers her lip, because all of her food is so tart.
0: <laughs> but she said that the White Rabbit and her need to, Well they have some kind of deal, and the White Rabbit wanted to settle up mm-hmm. because he brought Alice. And she said that the game, that they would settle up when the game is complete. But, well, here's her clip. Uh, Right, right. So this makes us all square. Then you said if I got her here, I'd I said we'd settle up when the game was
2: complete. We are still setting up the board.
0: Some chess terminology in here. Setting up the board. Her castle is made out of chess pieces. And this makes me wonder, is this like an elaborate game to her? Whom does she see as her opponent in this game?
3: Probably Jafar. He did just try to kill her. Or in a scene very close to this one
0: mm-hmm. and, and by the way the whole chess piece castle thing her land that the castle is sitting on is different shades in squares so it looks like a chessboard oh, cool. a little bit too which i could only see when i rewatch this in high definition think courtesy of itunes which by <laughs> the way you can get the first episode of once upon a time in wonderland free off of itunes oh. and you can check that out uh, by searching iTunes. Speaking of iTunes, I'm going to come back to this chess thing in a moment. But speaking of iTunes, big thanks to those who left ratings and reviews for us in iTunes. Again, there are so many names here. Huge thanks for leaving these ratings and reviews. Jefferson's Apprentice, K. Piper, 1983, Dachshund, R. Raja, 10, Crazy J. 414, Diana Elfkin, August W. Booth, Phoenix PhoenixHeart815, Karen One, Jim from Rhode Island, Crazy J Mom, Donetta Stonekeen, Outerbox from Columbia, and JC Stars 7
3: Hooray!
0: <laughs> thank you so much for the kind iTunes reviews. We really appreciate reading your written reviews. They encourage us and they help other people find the podcast. So thank you so much for writing those.
3: Thanks, everybody.
0: If you'd like to write a review for the podcast, or if you want to mark some of these reviews as helpful, please go to wonderlandpodcast.com slash iTunes. So let's get back to this whole chest thing. Can
3: I just mention something that bothers me about this episode?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: She's running around in her underwear.
2: Whoa. Is
1: anybody else aware of this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's been
1: running around in her underwear. I caught that the second watch because she said when the guards came in to get her, she said, "You could at least let me get dressed."
3: Yeah, because she was wearing like this green sort of aprony <laughs> thing. It wasn't really an apron, but it it was over what she was wearing in the cell. So she's been running around Wonderland in her underwear,
1: her <laughs> hose, socks, and shoes. <laughs> People in Wonderland probably don't know that.
2: <laughs> Makes it make more sense because she looks kind of silly.
1: Yeah
3: hope you get some proper clothes soon.
2: I do,
0: too. <laughs> well, let's get back to the chess thing before the a <laughs> uh, couple iTunes and underwear tangent thing.
3: <laughs> Just had to get it out there.
0: <laughs> I wonder if we should be looking at the Red Queen's actions, and I think we should, I don't just wonder, I think we should be looking at the Red Queen's actions as all part of strategy. How do you play chess? It's all a matter of strategy. You position your pieces in certain places to try to misguide your opponent, to try to position your pieces so you have the best best, uh, upper hand or best position on the board. It's all part of strategy. So I think looking at this, the things we see may not be something we should take at face value but we should be looking at this is part of a bigger strategy that the red queen has
2: so like she's not afraid of jafar and he couldn't have killed her and he didn't suddenly have a oh gee i forgot that i didn't know where in this world she is moment
0: it's very possible yeah Mm -hmm. also here's a forum post that started before the series started for once upon a time it's called Alice the chess pawn it's in our forums and I'll have a link to that in the show notes at at wonderlandpodcast.com/4 and Josephine started out this forum saying we were talking in chat and I was trying to recall the stories of Alice in Wonderland and the sequel through the looking glass Disney has really mixed up the two stories, and most people don't know true versions unless you've read the books. And this is why we love having Erin on the (laughs) podcast with us. She's read the real books. Essentially, Alice in Wonderland is all about a game of cards, and through the looking glass is a large game of chess. Surprisingly, the only characters that are in both stories is Alice, and a vague and usually missed reference to the Hatter and the Hare. Otherwise, it's a completely different story. Now that I know how to play chess, through the looking glass makes much more sense. Alice goes through the mirror and ends up meeting the Red Queen, who starts her out on a journey to become a queen herself. Anyone who plays chess knows that if your pawn reaches the last row, it becomes a queen. So Alice, the pawn, goes off on her journey and plays the game. In the end, she reaches the end of the field with the sleeping Red King, knocks over the Red Queen and wins the game. Then she wakes up. The point of that little retelling is, do you think Wonderland will take a bit of this story and incorporate it into the tale? Maybe the Red Queen sets Alice off on this wild journey across lands, i.e. the chessboard, In or- and we've seen the land actually looks like a chessboard, <laughs> in order to get Cyrus back. She has to, quote, play the game, unquote, in order to be reunited with her lover. Both books are worth a rereading for anyone who wants to bone up on their Alice adventures. Thank you, Josephine, for that. And Rumpel's Girl then also replied, suggesting maybe here are some of the chess pieces likened to certain characters. She suggested that Alice is the pawn, if she is similar to the pawn in The Looking Glass, or Through the Looking Glass. Cyrus, Rumpel's Girl says... I'm going to call him the White King, and he is being held by the opposite side. The Red Queen equals the Red Queen, obviously. Jafar equals the Red King. I don't know if this implies romance between Red Queen and Jafar, but it does imply that he is out to stop Cyrus and Alice from taking him, because in chess, you win once you've checkmated the opposite side. The knave equals bishop, and in some of the further discussion in the forum, they thought maybe the knave equals a castle piece. What
3: about the rabbit?
0: The white rabbit equals the knight, and she said, now, the reason I'm putting knight for white rabbit is this. One, animal motif. Two, (laughs) have you ever seen a rabbit move? It's a somewhat erratic, it's somewhat erratic. The knight, or horse, moves really oddly on the board. It can only move two up and one over, or some combo thereof. The white rabbit is also the one who opens portals, moves strangely. Maybe a stretch, but I'm going to go with it for now. And there's a lot more in this forum thread, too, as well as where might the Cheshire Cat fit in, the Jabberwocky, maybe, uh, the Tweedles, Tweedle (laughs) Tweedledee and Tweedle Dum, but they might be on the white side of this board. And also even a character from Aladdin as well. So it's a great form. I highly recommend you check this out. And this these were discussions started before the series started. So this might be something we'll continue to add to as we discover more of these chess metaphors in Once Upon a Time.
3: I'd like to go back to talking about the rabbit and his deal. I'm wondering what what deal he made with her in exchange for getting Alice.
0: Like, I think it could be a family member.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think so.
0: Or his life.
3: Well, that's that's the consequence if he doesn't do it. So I'm wondering Or right. maybe he's wanting his freedom. Mm-hmm.
2: Rabbit tarts are a delicacy in Wonderland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that it's a family member.
0: The Mad Hatter's house is in the Tolgi Woods. And Tolgi. there's a, Tolgi, yeah. There's a sign out there saying Tolji Woods generously secured for passage and residence by Her Majesty the Red Queen.
3: It's a dangerous place.
0: <laughs> the Tolji Woods are a common or Tolji Wood is a common location in the Wonderland stories that Lewis Carroll wrote. It's even mentioned in the Jabberwocky poem that he wrote that was used in Tim Burton's more recent movie, Alice in Wonderland. So it's neat to see them bringing in some of these real locations from the book and perhaps uh, as well as some of these other characters that we'll be seeing. Like they've already brought in the Cheshire Cat, which what a character he is.
3: He's scary.
0: But Alice really explains what her personality is. And we get to see that this is, in her own words, a tough Alice.
3: I don't know,
2: but I'd love to ask her see the look on her face when she realizes I'm not the forgiving sort particularly when said face meets this branch repeatedly
3: (laughs) that was a great line (laughs) I would love to see her hitting the red queen with a branch (laughs) Oh, that'd be great
1: I loved that the knave said doesn't sound like you. So I felt like he was serious when he said that. So I'm wondering if he knows like a totally different Alice than what we know now from a different time of her life before she would have even thought to do something like
0: that. Probably because he's seen her before she lost Cyrus. And she did say that when she lost Cyrus, she stopped believing in just about everything. Mm -hmm. So it, it changed her a lot.
1: But she knew how to fight when she lost Cyrus. So I don't know if he knew her. He Like she said, once long ago, I got you back your heart. So long ago implies perhaps longer than since we've seen her with Cyrus.
0: So Alice and the Knave of Hearts meet up with the rabbit at the Hatter's house. And there are a bunch of hats there. And one of them looks kind of like one that we've seen Jefferson from once upon a time wearing or at least making before And the necklace is out there and it's glowing, which indicates that the other is nearby because they did originally say of the necklace that it not only glows when Alice is close, but he did indicate that it would glow if they were both close to each other.
3: It seems like they're both in Wonderland.
0: Yeah, I I think it's one of those things like it's a they're in the same world sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it glows even brighter the closer she gets.
2: It's yeah. GPS just
0: isn't very accurate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the name's Wanted poster?
0: Yes. It said wanted with or without his head, Knave of Hearts. Contact the Caterpillar immediately if you have any information concerning his whereabouts. Failing to report will result in imprisonment.
3: So maybe he stole something from the caterpillar. Yeah. Maybe we- the caterpillar is some sort of sheriff or something. Smoking on the job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The caterpillar could work for the Red Queen in some way.
1: I'm curious about how old the Wanted poster is, just because of the with or without head reference. I'm wondering if it was something the Red Queen did or whether it was something that Cora might have had a hand in, just because she's the one who says off with their head.
0: Yeah, Cora being the Queen of Hearts...
3: Do you think this queen is in power after Cora left yes. or before Cora left?
0: This is after because okay. they referred to the Hatter who hasn't been in Wonderland okay. for mi- for a long time, which makes perfect sense that this is all happening in parallel with time in Once Upon a Time. And so this is 29, 30 years after mm. the curse.
3: So uh, it would make sense if she was new. The Red Queen.
0: Right. It could be that there's been a 30 year struggle and she was the victor that somehow arose and took power. Is in she even some way. 30?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was a strong baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, even the Cheshire Cat said that Wonderland has grown stranger. And that could mean a lot of things about, and it could be a comment for us as viewers to recognize that this Wonderland is not our daddy's wonderland. <laughs> it's, it's not the kind of wonderland that we would expect because this is much later. Things have changed. Stuff has gotten strange and we're going to see more strange stuff happening.
2: No old mobiles to be found.
3: <laughs> I noticed that Jafar said, he was talking to Red Queen, what they want to accomplish can't be accomplished until they have the genie's bottle and Alice has made the wishes. So they have Cyrus. They just don't have his bottle. Do you think Alice has it?
0: Um because
3: she freed him.
0: Maybe it's still back there in the garden. That In the maze.
2: conversation was strange because they said that, but then there was a reference to getting the wishes themselves, which made no sense.
0: Well, yeah, I think the more accurate statement is what Jenny quoted that Jafar said they want her to use her wishes. Mm-hmm. And so the later statement of saying we need her and her wishes mm-hmm. is more a shorthand way of basically saying the same thing. We need her to use... We can't have those wishes that she has used up unless we have her. I think it's more just a summary and, uh, of what Jenny mm-hmm. quoted. So then why would they need this?
3: the lamp or
0: the well, bottle the the wishes the genie the bottle all of this stuff why do jafar and red queen need the genie because jafar has the genie
3: i i actually think that they can't use the genie until alice has used her her wishes like maybe they need alice to use up her wishes because it's like a contract That needs to be fulfilled before he can move on.
2: Mm -hmm. And The thing is, it's not even so much a they as a he. Mm -hmm. Because he was going to kill her already. He being Jafar. Her being Red Queen. And what I thought was funny was that basically when she sort of choked out something about not knowing where Alice is and he had his oh yeah moment (laughs) and let her go. He's like, so our deal still stands. But then he wanted to know what she wanted in return. So who's really controlling this thing?
3: Actually, she said our deal still stands.
2: Yeah, that's what I meant. But he wanted to know what she wanted in return for helping him find Alice.
3: Maybe this is like, kind of a sloppy deal and like all the terms I, <laughs> haven't been laid out. Like,
2: okay, so if, the, if it's the original deal that still stands, then why don't you know what she wants in return and... Isn't she worried that you're going to kill her at the end? Shouldn't she have maybe secured your agreement that you won't? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't she have said, "Um, part of what I want in return is definitely to not die. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll figure out the rest later, buddy. Okay? (laughs) Even though it's our original deal, we'll figure it out.
1: Maybe their original deal stopped when she got Alice to Wonderland. And she was making a new deal with him by saying what are you going to do with her now that she's here? You can't even find her. And so then they were kind of elaborating on their original deal.
2: Maybe. I want them to tell us what their plans are. I don't want to figure it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One, we may see that as early as the next episode, we maybe may. a few episodes from now, but yeah, we'll, we'll eventually hear it from them. I want them to, to make sense not seem like they've been around the caterpillar too much <laughs> did you notice anything familiar about jafar's snake head staff
4: well yeah it's it
0: like a snake
3: it was just like the one in the disney version yeah
0: it
3: oh. was. <laughs> oh and he was gonna use it and then she said wait
0: yeah it's, did you notice that its eyes started to glow red a little bit
3: usually usually when jafar's staff does that he's hypnotizing people i wonder if it has more power than just hypnotizing people
0: possibly we've got a forum post about this and dark one's number one fan said okay i have a weird theory but here it goes what if jafar's snake staff is the source of his magic and without it he can't do magic also whoever possesses the snake staff gets to use magic basically the snake staff is like magic wands for evil people (laughs) well um
3: red queen didn't need a staff She just needed her hand.
0: But we've only seen her use extremely basic magic at this point. Pushing.
2: You're calling that extremely basic. I can't do that.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Well, Well, it just, it took very little effort for her to push Cyrus off.
2: It's all
0: in the wrist. (laughs) Also in this forum thread, which by the way, I'll I'll of course have the link to this in the show notes at wonderlandpodcast.com slash four. The watcher said the eyes of the staff glowed like the wish rubies or whatever they are, he probably needs the rubies to sustain his magic. And like Alice said, you can't steal wishes. He needs to get them willingly. And Slurpees108 points out, in the sequel to Aladdin, Jafar wished to become an all-powerful genie. I think it's possible that, though he is a sorcerer now, his powers have their limits. Hence why Jafar wants the wishes that Cyrus granted Alice. Maybe he'll make a deal with Alice. She gives him her wishes in exchange for Cyrus. He doesn't currently know where Alice is and couldn't get to her, which is why the Red Queen said Jafar needed her alive.
2: Well, I don't know about any of that, but I will say that if you're going to join our forums and you're looking for a name, try Wish
0: Rubies. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to have it now. Here's a
3: thought. What if the person who freed the genie has to enslave him again?
2: Oh. That's good. Or only... Maybe just as long as she doesn't use her wishes.
3: No, they want her wishes to be I know. They want. But
2: that would enslave him again, maybe. And that's what they want.
0: Maybe. maybe. Or can... <laughs> how does she get to use those wishes if the genie is free? Like Maybe,
3: does... maybe he was just like, Wait a minute, before you free me, I'm going to give you these. Because they're like little tiny genies and little tiny rubies. And if you wish, then they'll come to
0: Well, it could be something that... Sans
3: the little genies. They're just magic rubies.
0: <laughs> kind of like in Once Upon a Time. It wasn't necessarily the genie who was granting the wishes, but kind of more like the lamp. Because he said oh, yeah. he called himself the genie of the lamp.
2: Of the lamp!
0: And it was later <laughs> that he held the lamp, and this is in Once Upon a Time, the Fruit of the Poisonous <laughs> Tree. He said that uh, he held the lamp as he made his final wish. Mm-hmm. And it was the did. lamp that put him in the mirror.
3: Yeah, yeah. so it's like the, the genies are the slaves of the magic that's in the lamp.
0: Or, or like the curator. Of it. Oh, yeah. So maybe the wishes can still be granted, even though the genie is not necessarily the one granting them. I think they'd go with slave. (laughs) (laughs) He had
2: wrist shackles, sort of. Yeah. Magic shackles. Prediction. Jafar's going to get Alice, and she's only (laughs) going to have one or two of her wishes because she gave at least one to the knave, and he's not going to be there. And then he's going to have to use Alice to try to get the knave, and she's going to do something else.
0: (laughs) Little prediction. I think the Knave of Hearts would use his wish pretty quickly. That might be his exit to the show, is at some point he'll get his wish as payment, and then he'll use it.
2: His exit to the show, if I understand the tweets and the emails and the reviews correctly, most people are watching because of him. He better not exit the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could see him doing something heroic, because he's the thief, and how does a thief typically redeem themselves? That is by giving. giving. (laughs) So maybe he (laughs) receives the payment... For his service. He gets the wish, but then he uses it in order to save Alice or save Cyrus and maybe somehow sacrifices himself or just he sacrifices his gift and gives it back.
2: Alice made me completely scared of wishes. Yeah. I just picture everybody hanging by a noose now when you yeah. wish something for them.
3: <laughs> Was well, she saying that that um that he could show up with a noose around his neck because she she's not implying that he died. By hanging, because <laughs> she's thinking that he died in the boiling sea. So, what is it with a noose and a rope?
0: Maybe just saying that basically he'd come back, but dead, dead. not the way that she wants him back. Okay. Got it. Yeah.
1: That was a little confusing to me. What was the actual wording when they said they needed Alice and her wishes? They needed, did they actually say they needed Alice once her wishes were used?
2: They said both. They said, we need Alice, and we need her to use her wishes, and they said they wanted the wishes. So I was confused. Because
1: I was going to suggest if we think that unused wishes should be green and used wishes should be red, perhaps those are her used wishes, and she's tricking the knave into thinking that they're legit wishes and that the Red Queen and Jafar need them because they need to undo the wish that she made Cyrus free. Oh. Using and well, to make him a genie again,
2: it could be, but then she's a dishonorable liar, and I kind of want her to get roasted in the mallow marsh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> s'mores?
3: Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she said, I'm making sores.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: she didn't know what s'mores were. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm making sores.
2: <laughs> it's gross,
0: actually.
3: I know. <laughs>
0: But we do know from this also an extra rule, two wishes. I knew that. (laughs) So that's going to come into play, that whether it's Jafar wants the wishes for himself or anything like that, these, we should assume that no one can take these and use them for themselves. Alice has to either give it willingly or she has to use up her wishes so that something else opens up for Jafar to be able to use Cyrus.
3: Cyrus, I think he's he, he. Well, of course he's in a really tall tower because they showed it, but it didn't. I, I couldn't tell how far it was from where Alice and Will are, but it didn't look all that far. So he's definitely still in Wonderland.
2: Mm-hmm. But maybe Wonderland reconfigures itself
0: here and there.
3: Maybe so. It's strange.
0: It's nonsense. Listeners, we would love to have your feedback in the podcast. Please email us after you watch the next episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. You can email feedback at wonderlandpodcast.com or leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. You can also send a voicemail through the website wonderlandpodcast.com on your computer or iOS device. Hey, we could also really use some help in the podcast awards. Nominations are still open at this point, and voting will eventually start soon. And whatever point we are in the process, please go to oncepodcast.com slash awards to find out how you can help us out wonderland podcast is too young to make it into the awards because a podcast has to be at least a year old it's so, just a
3: baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> please go to once podcast.com slash podcast awards to find out how you can w- nominate once podcast for both best produced and the entertainment categories as well as our other podcasts on noodle mix network that we would love to see win some awards that's over at oncepodcast.com com slash podcast awards when you send us your feedback in for the next episode of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, it would help if you put the name of the episode in the subject line of the email. That'll help us sort those out very easily. And again, you can send those messages to feedback at wonderlandpodcast.com. We'll record our podcast live on Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live you can follow us on twitter the show is on twitter at wonder podcast and i'm daniel j lewis you can follow me on twitter at the ramen noodle
2: i'm jeremy laughlin you can follow me on twitter at flegon that's p-h-l-e-g-o-n
3: i'm jenny and you can follow me at twitter.com slash jenny's nook
1: and i'm aaron and you can follow me on twitter at aaron j cruz
0: so until next time remember you wouldn't want to eat a friend certainly not without pepper and thanks for listening Wonderland Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.
4: Hi, Wonsers. Hunter Hathaway here with your spoilers for Wonderland Podcast. Season 1, Episode 2, Trust Me, is directed by Romeo Tyrone and written by Rena Minion. According to an ABC press release. In Wonderland, Alice concocts a plan to find Cyrus and uses his genie bottle as bait to find out who she's up against and who her real friends are. Meanwhile, the Red Queen and Jafar face off in a flashback. Viewers find out how Alice and Cyrus fell in love and how Cyrus ends up in Wonderland. Besides the regular cast, guest stars for this episode include Jordana Largely as Silvermist, Maddie Finocchio as Tweedledee, Ben Cotton as Tweedledum, Brian George's old prisoner, TV line says that the show will be sending Beowulf's Grendel after Alice and the Knave. Grendel will reportedly be portrayed by an actor in prosthetics and appear as a large, warded, org-like beast who will definitely bring mortal danger to Alice. Though he will be a monster, there will also be more, more the beast than meets the eye. It's a wink and a nod as opposed to a real deep dive into Beowulf, series co-creator Adam Horowitz said of The Creature's Battle with Alice. TV Guide reports Lauren McKnight from My Super Psycho Sweet 16 will be appearing in a potentially recurring role in Wonderland. McKnight will play a character named Elizabeth who is also known as The Lizard. In a denofgeeks.com interview, it was asked, are we going to see the development of the Red Queen, and are we going to be seeing a lot of crossover to her life in London? Emma Rigby, who stars as the Red Queen, says, yes, I spoke to the producers about this, and they want to explore how the Red Queen came to be the Red Queen. We get to find out why she's so determined to kill Cyrus and control Wonderland, make Alice, and make Alice's life hell. This will be very interesting because not only will we see the reason why, but we will also be able to cross into all sorts of different fantasy lands and meet different characters in different worlds and see lots of wondrous things along the way. The Rolling Stone interview.com with the creators wanted to know if we are ever going to see Maleficent out of drag- the Dragon State. Horwood says, What we'll say is that Maleficent's presence will be felt again in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Well, Oncers, that's all I have for you today. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at BitOfPixieDust. Until next time.